We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. This is the Sue Freeze Show, talking about life, relationships, and achieving. Here's your host, Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Freeze Show today. And I'm very, like always, very humbled and very excited to be with you. There's, there's so many things going on in this world. There's so many things going on in our personal lives. And it's just nice to be able to just take a step back, make, maybe take a breath or, you know, just kind of leave whatever it is that we're in the middle of to to just be on the show together today. So I thank you that you tuned in, and uh, I would ask that you could share this show with others. I'm, I'm trying to get my connections to grow, uh, and there's opportunities with this show. There's opportunities with me. Um, I'm just going to go right into this, is that I have a page now on the Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. And when you go there, there's opportunities there for you to get free things uh, that can help you with your life, which is what the show is all about. But there's also ways of you making income or buying things at discount. And the things that I have on there are things that I have tried personally, things that I endorse. I'm not going to put anything on there that I don't believe in, that I think that could be good for you. So um, if you're looking for opportunities, some people have uh, a problem with multi-level. I don't. I don't, and I'm uh, involved in quite a few because the products are good. And if I can help someone else be able to make income and they can't leave their home or they have children at home or, you know, they just, they maybe they don't have a car, but they have a phone. Uh, whatever the situation is, there is a way for you to make extra income and maybe buy things at a discount. And uh, why not? Why not? So uh, if you are interested in any of that and you have a f- smartphone or you have a computer, just go to Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. And it's going to take you a few minutes. So don't go on there thinking you can get off in five minutes and get what you need because you, there's a whole lot there. And it's taking me time, effort, finances to put it all together to make it available to you. And I'm doing it because I think it's a help, and I'm trying to help any way I can. And aren't we called to do that as servants? Are we not supposed to serve one another? Yes, we are. So uh, I've been talking lately about leadership, and some people say, "Oh, you know, I'm not a leader. You know, I'm just a I'm just a mother." God bless you for being a mother. There's no more. There's there's not a more important job than being a mother and raising our children godly children and raising them up to be responsible adults, God-fearing adults, God-loving adults. What could be better than that? So don't say you're just a mom, okay? Just stop saying that, okay? 
And once a mom, always a mom. You know that, right? My kids are 34 and 31. They're still my babies, and they'll always be my babies, no matter how old they get. And I'm looking forward when they have babies, so I can be grandma. I mean, I'm looking forward to that. As long as things are done in the right time and, you know, everything is done in the right manner, it, uh, it all works out for the better. So leadership, bold leadership tips. I'm going to go right into bold leadership tips. And if you're just tuning in now and you haven't been in the past, you can go to the Sue Free site and get the podcast, iTunes, iHeart, anywhere you want to go. Just go Sue Freeze and it's spelt like fries. It's a little confusing, I know, but you'll find it. And the biblical principles for marketplace impact is from doc, uh, Dr. Merlin Switzer. He gave me this book as a gift, and I don't think he has any idea uh, how far, how deep, how wide this book is going. Um, And so the gift just keeps giving, doesn't it? And that's wonderful, isn't it? So thank you, Dr. Switzer, for giving me this book, and um, I'm just going to get right into this. So uh, I'm going right into tips, because tips, I like, you know, tell me what I need to do, you know, and the little bullet points are so great. And I always tell people, if you're going to tell me a story, story, just give me the Reader's Digest version. I'm not into the long, well, then he said, and then she said, just give me the Reader's Digest, you know, just get to the point. Okay, that's my personality. And I know not everybody's like that, but that's me. So here we go. You ready? Focus on doing God's business God's way. Now, when you think of God's business, does that only include business? Does that only in the workplace? Or is that no matter where you are, whatever you're doing, God's business is all the time. It's not just on Sunday. And it's not just you. You can't. I want to be the same no matter what environment I'm in. I want to present myself in the same manner. Yes, I might be a little more serious in the workplace and a little more of my professional hat on than if I'm at a party and I'm I'm with friends that, that know more intimate details of me. I might be a little different, but I'm still a godly woman. I'm still going to wear that hat because that hat is with me all the time. I'm an ambassador for Christ. And if you think of yourself that way, it causes you to react and respond and behave in a certain manner. Do I fall short? Yes. Do I make mistakes? Do I slip? Yes. Sometimes I do, and I just ask forgiveness, and God's grace is sufficient. But I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm desiring, and I'm pursuing God. I'm pursuing his way. What would Jesus do? I'm pursuing that, and how you do that is by going to the Bible. So right now we're in this, and it says focus on doing God's business God's way. Challenges come in different forms and test our faith. Boy, isn't that the truth? Expect challenges, trials, and ridicule. That's a tough one, isn't it? You know, life isn't always a bowl of cherries, my mother used to say. And, you know, there's rainbows that come after a storm. So we just have to understand that they both are going to happen. Avoid letting challenges and trials cause us to be anxious or troubled. Be anxious for nothing. Philippians. You just have to understand that God's with us, and sometimes it's hard to feel him there. And sometimes I can remember calling out to him and saying, I, I don't feel you right now. I just don't, I don't sense that you're here. Let me know you're here somehow because I just don't feel you right now. And I just feel so alone and so isolated in this situation. And I really don't have a clear direction on which way you want me to go. Help me out here. Have you ever been there? Maybe you're there right now. Challenges will come. God is with us even in times of trouble. Let challenges make you better 
not bitter. I like that. Let challenges make you better, not bitter. And how you do that is forgiveness. Little side note, I learned that. God will empower us to withstand the pressure of challenges. He will empower us. How? Did you know that challenges strengthen our faith? They do. In the midst of it, we're going, oh my goodness, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this. But we will. And it strengthens our faith. Because what doesn't kill us makes us stronger, right? What doesn't just defeat us makes us stronger. And he says to get back up again. Get back up again. Everyone has challenges. So don't judge. Love. Everyone has challenges. You don't know. You don't know what someone else is going through right now. You might be going through a heck of a lot, and people don't know what you're going through. But understand, those you come in contact with, you really don't know what they're going through either. Reframe the challenge and ask yourself, what can I learn from this challenge? You can sit there and you go, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Or you can say, okay, what is the lesson, Lord, you want me to learn? I think I say that to myself at least once a day. (laughs) What's the lesson here, Lord? Tell me what it is. I want to learn it first time. I don't want to have to go through this repeatedly. I want to learn my lesson so I can move on and be bigger and better as we move forward. Be willing to come to the end of yourself so you can trust God more completely. Boy, that's really great. I like that. Listen for God in the midst of challenges. Listen for God. Ask him. And then listen. Be still. Listen. Develop accountability partners to hold you accountable, pray for you, and walk with you through the challenge. That is so bonding. And you have to choose these accountability partners very wisely. Very wisely. When communicating, keep people apprised of the situation, what they can expect, and give them hope. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. Sometimes we're saying we really don't know. Oh my gosh, I have a choice right now. I could do this. I could do that. One is more right than the other, maybe. Do the right thing. And sometimes the right thing isn't the easy thing. It's usually the more difficult thing (laughs) to do the right thing. It's set up that way to set you up. So don't, don't fall prey to that. And don't take it out on others when you're going through challenges. Uh, There's been times when people have said to me, wow, you know, once I've told them what's going on, they're going, wow, you sure wouldn't know it by being with you or, you know, driving in the car with you or whatnot. You sure wouldn't know you were going through all those things. How do you just keep it all together? And I say, it's God, you know, because I know he has me and he has you in this in this downtime, in this challenge time, he has you. And, and it could be that you don't feel it. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sue Freeze Show today. And whether you're in San Diego, San Luis Obispo, Ventura, Orange County, Riverside, San Bernardino, or Paris, or Rome, uh, with the Internet, it's just amazing. Thank you so much for joining in. And the podcast, you know, iTunes, iHeart, 
it's just amazing that we can get this show whenever you want to get it. And I like that. When faced with conflicts of interest, if both perspectives are legal, moral, ethical, ask yourself, how would we feel about reading about this outcome in tomorrow's newspaper headlines? That's really a good one to keep you in check, isn't it? How would you like the headline to read on your choices? Consider a biblical approach to resolving conflict at the lowest level as found in Matthew eighteen fifteen seventeen. When you're resolving conflict, how do you do that? I know growing up, my parents, they weren't the best role models when dealing with how to deal with conflict. And I'm sure us as grown-up children could say that, that, you know, uh, we really weren't taught. You're not taught this in school normally. And at home, a lot of the times, we're not taught how to fight fair or how to resolve conflicts healthy and godly. So learn how to do that. And if the goal is to love one another and to serve one another, when we're preparing and have the right timing and we're preparing how to deal with how you feel in the situation because that's the best way to come at it is this is how I feel in the situation this is what I think you're not attacking the other individual leaders set the tone in speech conduct and how we deal with challenges you are a leader even if you don't think you are you are because somebody's watching you and you are impacting other people We impact one another. So the tone of speech, our conduct, and how we deal with challenges sets us apart from the average person, the person maybe that's not thinking about what Jesus would do. Truth plus love over time equals healing and restoration. Truth plus love. Are you speaking truth, and are you doing it in love, in your relationships? And I'll tell you where it really, you know, the rubber meets the road, is the closer or the more impact the relationship has, the people that are closest to you, it's the most difficult to deal with. People that are, you know, um, more distant, like in the workplace, you might be really good there. You might be really good with your, your talent of how to handle things. But when you get to the home front, that's where, boy, those emotions and the heart, those little feelers are out there just so sensitive and, and tender. And we can hurt each other so much deeper on that level. And so it's all the more important, but yet we have this lackadaisical sometimes feeling that, oh, because the other person loves us so much, we can treat them worse. My mother used to say, why do we treat complete strangers better than we treat each other in the family? What is that? It's it's like totally backwards, isn't it? Why do we put our best china out for strangers or guests instead of putting our best china out for our family, the people that we love and we hold so dear? Why? I don't know, but you know what? We could fix that starting tonight, can't we? Let's get the best china out. What do you say? I think we should do that. 
Use a framework for dealing with difficult people and or performance issues such as identify the behavior performance issue. Now, this could be parent to child, couldn't it? Homework. How a child deals with their chores. How's their performance doing, mom? Dad? Identify the behavior. Don't attack the person. Don't attack your child. Identify the behavior, the problem, the performance, and let's work on that. Clarify behavior impacts. Identify the appropriate behavior. Develop a plan of action. Commit to action. What's the contract or expectation for consequences? These are all the things you have to have, whether it's in the workplace or in the home. Take time to follow through. Sometimes that just is so difficult, isn't it? To follow through. I'm, I'm potty training a puppy right now, and I can tell you, it is exhausting. But I have to follow through. I can't ignore it one time. Because if he thinks it's okay one time, it's going to take me that much longer to actually get the results that I'm wanting, which is for him to ask to go outside. Document the discussion. Can't do that with a puppy, but you can do that with your children, and you can do that with your, your uh, work uh, people, the people that, that work for you. Right? You can have that. Trust that the truth will come out even if you can't share it. Now, parents or married people that are maybe not married right now, maybe that are separated, and maybe you're the peacemaker, maybe you're the one that's trying to, you know, to hold whatever you can left, the fragments, maybe you're trying to hold it together. But in doing so, there's some bad rap going on where, you know, you might have attack. You might have people saying or thinking things that you know are not true, but because you're trying to hold the pieces together as much as you can, you can't really expose the truth. There's a lot of that going on right now. And what this is saying is, even if you can't, you know, make things right from your perspective and let people know exactly and understand where you're coming from, the truth will come out. In God's time. But if your motivation and your goal is a higher calling, is to hold whatever you can together, then the Lord is looking down on you and smiling and saying, good, de- good and, you know, well done, good and faithful servant. So just know that he knows. And there's nothing more important than him knowing you knowing your inner being, knowing, knowing who you are and the decisions you've made and why you've made them. And he loves you anyway. You know that, right? He loves you anyway. That was very freeing for me when I really grasped that and got a hold of that whole thought process that no matter what I did in my past and whatever, whatever uh, happened, that the unworthiness that I felt that I didn't deserve God's love and forgiveness that he let me know that I might not deserve it but out of his grace he loves me so much that he wants me to understand that he died and sacrificed his only son for me and for you and with that comes a freedom a release of all of that burden 
all of those things that are holding us back from being all that God wants us to be. I tell you, when that light went on and my heart just melted and all of that pain just kind of melted away like butter, it was a new beginning. And it can be a new beginning for you too. And all he's asking is he wants your heart because you're not a robot. He's not going to come down and grab you. You have to reach up. You have to ask him into your heart. And once you do that, he will be there. He'll be there to comfort you and calm your heart. And will everything be hunky-dory and rosy? No. Sorry. But at least you have him there with you. And who wants to walk in that dirty road by themselves? Not me. I want to have him right there with me, even carrying me when I can't walk anymore. And he's there to carry you too. Let others make their own choices and accept responsibility for their choices. This also is really good in a failing marriage, in a separation or even a divorce. It's really good to understand that you cannot change another person no matter how much you long and how much you know God wants for that person. You can't change another human being. You can't make them something they don't want to be. You can't have them have a relationship with the Lord. They have to desire that. You can be a witness. You can be an example through your behavior, and you should be because he tells you to. God does. But you cannot make that person you know, reach up. That's up to them. So let them accept responsibility for their choices. Love others in the midst of challenges. Love others in the midst of challenges. So even when you're going through really hard times, your heart is there and it might be broken. Your heart might be bleeding. There's still room for you to love others, even in your midst. There's room for you to look for opportunities, even in your pain. And you know what I've found in these almost 60 years of living on this earth? I have found that there's a time for giving and there's a time for taking. And some of you are on the giving section right now where things might be doing pretty well. And there might be those that are just suffering and hurting and starving. They're so thirsty. And they need to be given too right now. And for those that are leaders or strong, like I was, at one time I I felt like no matter what, I could get through this. I'll power through it no matter what. It's showtime, folks. No problem. I got this one. But I didn't have it. And even though I put on this mask, I'm a great actress at times. I wear my heart on my sleeve too much. I know. My mom told me that a long time ago. But I can tell you that even in that, in humility, in saying, you know what, I need some help right now. I really need prayer right now. Most of the time you're going to find that people are going to reach out to you. They're not going to judge. They're going to be there for you. Give God time to work. I was impatient in that one. I'm always impatient. I'm, t- I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I'm in progress. You know, God, I'm in, <laughs> it's a journey. And, you know, it's a progress thing. But give God time to work. How much time do you need, God? How much time? I don't know. Hard to say. But give him time. We will be back with more of the Sue Free Show right after this brief break. Ah, this is the life.
life, honey. A little rain, a little sun. And a delicious house to eat. Yeah, I love the taste of pine. Oh, Joey, is there anything better than being a termite? There is. Being a homeowner without termites like you. Hi, I'm Susan Fries, owner of Ecola Termite Services, California's leading termite and pest control company. This time of year, termites are looking for a home, your home. Chances are they've already moved in. Give them a little rain, a little sun, and they'll start swarming and nesting, raising their kids. Thousands of hungry kids. We'll get rid of your unwelcome house guests quickly and conveniently. We use microwave, electric gun, and the E. coli heat process that effectively kills termites without the move-out hassle or embarrassment of tinting. Call us at 1-800-332-BUGS. Joey, it's getting hot in here. Yeah, shocking too. Mother was right. You're a lousy provider. E. coli, powerful termite and pest control, as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about our lifetime renewable warranty. Call 1-800-332-BUGS. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from E. coli Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at E. coli. I understand why E. coli is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother, Andy Cola, cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. We are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E. coli, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. E. coli termite and pest control. 877-332-BUGS. You're listening to The Sue Free Show. Thank you, E. coli, Termite and Pest Management Services, for sponsoring this show. And if you'd like to sponsor this show, or if you'd like to be on my show as a guest, I welcome you. All you need to do is contact me. How do I do that, you ask? How you do that is you go to Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, like French fries, one word, dot com. Go there. Would you go there and connect with me? Give me your name, your phone number or an email address and tell me what you would like to do if you have a question if you have a suggestion on how i could improve on this show if you have a subject matter you'd like for me to address any of those things please contact me and if you'd like to be a sponsor or you'd like to be on this show as a guest if you have a compelling story don't we all but if you have a compelling story that you feel would be helpful for those listening please let's have you on here and if you've never been on the radio it's okay i'll walk you through it We'll work together. And, you know, with God in the center, how can we go wrong? We can't. We can't go wrong. So I have a couple questions for you right now, okay? What challenges are you encountering right now? If you had a piece of paper and you wanted to write down, what are the challenges you're encountering right now? I have found in my years that writing things down is very helpful in so many ways. You know, they say journal. I, I've i journaled here and there and everywhere, but I have a checkoff list. I'm a checkoff list person. And, you know, get to the point, Reader's Digest version, you know, one, two, three, four, five to, you know, seven. What are the main things that I want to accomplish? What are the main things that I have on my bucket list? What, you know, what is it I want to do? Okay, it's my goal. It's my my list. And you can have a list on, you know, what are the challenges that you're facing right now? 
and what are the possible solutions? When an employee comes to me, I always tell them, you know, I really want to hear what you have to say. And if you have an issue, obviously I want to hear it. But when you come to tell me your issue, also have a solution. Because what that tells me is you care enough to identify, but also to think about a solution. It might not be the one that we use, but having more heads and more thoughts into any situation is helpful. So if you have a problem, have a solution. And then let's come together and let's discuss it. And why you came up with that solution, why you think that will work. You know, we'll just walk through this process together. And it really helps everybody to understand and how we can get better at whatever it is we're trying to accomplish. And isn't that the name of the game? Is I want to be better today than I was yesterday. Do you? How do you do that? You know, you have to learn from your mistakes, of course. You have to get back up again or, you know, you'll just stay down and then you're a failure. And, you know, we don't want to be failures. We want to be successful. We want to succeed in in whatever we put our hand to. How do you do that? You know, you have to evaluate. You have to learn. And then you have to make changes. It's one thing to identify and to get the knowledge and to be, you know, a scholar in your intellect. But how about let's take action. Let's just do it, like Nike says. Let's just do it. And I'm a get-it-done person, so for me, I, I go to do it pretty quick. You know, we have a new method that we're going to be rolling out, and the guy says, so how soon would you like to, you know, do this? I said, today? Tomorrow? Come on. Where do you live? Tennessee? Come on. Let's fly out. Let's get this done. And he was laughing, but I was serious. He didn't realize just how serious I was. Now, think of a current or past challenge How could you have reframed the challenge to see it in the more positive light? This is working with our belief system and how we evaluate things. If you look back on past, okay, that the resolve has already happened, we've already made it through it, but if you want to just, in retrospect, look back and think about that challenge, is there something that you could have done quicker, differently, that could have got the resolve quicker or different. And what, what do we learn from that if we evaluate that? People that go through failed relationships, people that go through failed workplace, like their career, their job, you know, they have to look at that in a simple way. Uh, early on, I, I had a SAG card because I did commercials. Um, it was just kind of a fluke thing through dance. An agent found my dance partner and I and decided they wanted to Uh, be our agent so I didn't know the first thing they said you know read and so I'm thinking okay I can read you know so I'm just reading but they wanted to see if I knew how to read in character and you know which I think was totally preparing me for being right here right now which is so funny to think about that this was years and years ago but I used to go on um, auditions right auditions and I have a certain look, don't we all? We have a certain look, right? Each one of us has a certain look. And that look is um, a certain part, like Chicken McNuggets. I was the girl for McDonald's Chicken McNuggets, you know, that that kind of girl. Um, I also did other things, Good Goodyear um, and Molson Ale Beer and some other ones. But anyway, I, it was a certain look that I had. So when I went to these auditions, there were other people that looked similar to me. Some had more freckles, less freckles. You know, some had bigger, bigger parts of body parts and littler body parts and, you know, long hair, short hair. And but the look was somewhat the same kind of that 
girl next door look kind of thing. And so um, when I would read and I would I would uh, do what they asked me to do when you got on camera, you had to do certain things, you know, to to audition for the part. And you'd read it a certain way, and then you'd read it another way to try to, you know, emphasize a different word, that type of thing. Um, I'd leave there and I'd think, okay, so, Sue, let's evaluate. What did you do? What did you not do? How could you have improved upon that? It was an easy one for me because it was just right there. It didn't take a lot of brains, but it, it took experience and understanding. You had to understand what they were looking for in the part, in the script. And so there was some undercurrent psychology that was going on and all of that has played such a role in what i do now with commercials and being the spokesperson for ecola and being on the radio show you know emphasizing words and and how to deliver things and it's just amazing how all of this has worked to be right here where i am and and for all of us i think that's there's there's kind of that that line that goes through if you look back at your life and how this has affected that right and through the dark times is when we develop the most. You know, film is developed the most in the dark, right? And so we have to understand that these challenges we have, if we believe that they're making us better, even though it hurts, but we're going to be better on the other side. So when we evaluate a relationship that did not work, we have to evaluate who, their part or our part, right? Our focus needs to be on us. We need to improve us. I know that when I was going through, after 32 years of marriage, and I was, well, actually, uh, at about 25 years of marriage, maybe even before that, no, 15 years, 13 years, um, we struggled very, we were struggling very, very much so struggling. Oh, my goodness. And um, I said to myself, you know, I don't know if this is going to work, and I didn't want to get out, but I, I knew it was really struggling. And so I said to myself, whether I stay or go, I'm taking me with me. And this might be helpful for those out there that are going through this kind of thought process right now. If you can stay in that marriage, stay in that marriage. That's what I'm going to say to you because it's so painful for everybody. But if, it's, if it is a marriage that is um, abusive, get help. Anyway, I don't know. Somebody needed to hear that. That wasn't in my, my, my thought process right now, but it just kind of spit out there <laughs> so get help get help uh anyway when you're evaluating your relationship like i was and i was thinking to myself if there is anything in me search me and know me oh god if there's any evil way in me get it out of there that's uh, psalm 139 which will play in my funeral but i said that i needed god to really evaluate me and expose the parts of me that I needed to change because, you know, if I leave this situation and I leave this relationship and I go into another relationship, if I if those things are there, they're going to be there in the next relationship. You're just trading, a, you know, one set of bad habits for another set of bad habits. Who wants to do that? You know, let's fix it right here, right now. So focus on you and focus on what you can do to make you a better wife, a better husband, a better godly person, you know. Right? Align yourself with God first. That's where it starts. Is your relationship with God needs to be strong. He needs to be talking to you and you need to be listening. Once you have that in alignment, then the focus uh, laterally is, is better. So you need to focus on God first and then your spouse or significant other and then your children, right? And then it's the workplace. I think the alignment in that order is perfect. So... 
you will take you with you. So understand that whatever work you're going to do, why not do it here? Because wouldn't it be marvelous if you can do all that work and you can get the resolve you need and God can work all of those things out in you and your relationship can be saved? Wouldn't that be the ultimate? Wouldn't that be the best? Yes. If you don't know how to answer that question, the answer is yes. You're listening to The Sue Free Show on our flagship station, KKLA 99.5. And, you know, you might be listening from San Diego. Thank you, K-Praise listeners and KDAR and Ventura and all the way up the, the coast to KUHL. So thank you so much for the radio stations that have syndicated this show. And I appreciate you all so very much. I really do. We're going to go deeper into this. And uh, but before I do that, I want to read from this book because I keep not I run out of time before I can read out of this book. So I'm reading out of it right now. So I don't run out of time. It's Jesus Calling. And if you don't have this book, I have no stock in this book. But I will tell you that this book is so wonderful. Enjoying peace in his presence. I don't know about you, but I need all the peace I can get. And being in his presence is the best way to get it. So Sarah Young is the writer. And here's what it says. I am your strength and shield. I plan out each day and have it ready for you long before you arise from bed. I also provide the strength you need each step of the way. Instead of assessing your energy level and wondering about what's on the road ahead, concentrate on staying in touch with me. My power flows freely into you through our open communication. Refuse to waste energy worrying, and you will have strength to spare. Whenever you start to feel afraid, remember that I am your shield. But unlike inanimate armor, I am always alert and active. My presence watches over you continually, protecting you from both known and unknown dangers. Entrust yourself to my watch care, which is the best security system available. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. The scriptures that back that up are Psalm 28, 7. Ready? The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and I am helped. My heart leaps for joy and I will give thanks to him in song. Matthew six thirty four. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Good advice. Psalm 56, 3 and 4. When I am afraid, I will trust in you, in God, whose word I praise, in God I trust. I will not be afraid. What can mortal man do to me? And Genesis twenty eight fifteen. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go. And I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. We could just end right now, and it would be perfect, right? I love this book, and I think that you should get this book. I also think you should go to the Sue Free site. You should go there when you can spend a little time, because there's so much there. I am such a firm believer on what we believe we can achieve. And sometimes our own thought process, 
the little voices we hear in our head that says we're inadequate, that we'll never make it, that, you know, uh, I don't know, there's many of them, and I just kind of want to ixnay them all out of everybody's brain because I want to replace it with what God says. And what God says is you are ambassador of Christ, you are victorious. Just say that right now. I am victorious. Believe it. I am victorious. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I know sometimes we don't feel like it, but he says, that's his promise, is that we can. And when you start to really, you you have to voice it out of your mouth. Your ears need to hear your voice saying these words. And when you get this, what happens is your belief system will slowly change. And then when things come at you, you're going to have a new perspective. And you're going to understand that you have a power that you didn't know you had. Where can you get these? SueFreeze.com. And they're for free. For free! You have nothing to lose, everything to gain. So what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? You need a printer because you got to print them out. There's three pages. And read them every day, morning and night. Do it. Please, do it. Secondly, if you go to the second tile on my website, it has the new IMs. And that's a whole different thing, and there's a video on there, and I explain exactly what it is, how to do it, and the benefits. I spent time to have it videotaped so that I could help you understand how important it is. You know, um, Bob Hastings is, is a man that actually is the one that said that he thinks that, well, the Lord told him that I should have a radio show. And today, I was sitting in the hallway waiting for Kevin to come get me for our time here. And he says, can I have 10 minutes? And he grabs my bag that I, 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 it's on wheels and it's got, you know, my headset and, you know, just my book and all these things in it. And he just takes my, so I had to follow my, my bag, you know. And so we go into uh, Frank Pastore's studio and close the door. And the last time we did this, I ended up with a radio show. So I was just really going, oh, boy. He says, I have this crazy Bob idea, and it's not really Bob's idea. You know that, right, Sue? And I said, yeah, I know. And he says to me, he says, my idea is that I think you should have dinner with Susie. I I think you should have a dinner with Susie and invite like 20 people. Now, this just happened like, I don't know, right before I came in in the studio here uh, to do the show. So I haven't given it much thought other than I think it's a wonderful idea and it's a way for me to be face-to-face with those of you that are listening to me because I don't get to see you. And I, I'm i sad that I don't get to see you. So he said to have a subject matter of which, you know, what the dinner is going to be about and, uh, you know, p- find a restaurant and whatnot. So I'm letting you know that because it's being birthed right now on the air. And I loved it so much, and I think that it's really uh, a step in the right direction for where God is leading me, is that I want to be in front. I want, I want to be um, interacting with people. This is a one-way conversation right here with us right now. And I love it, and I love it, though, when I'm at a home show or a health expo, and you come up and talk to me. Thank you for doing that. Um, and tell me what you, you know, the impact that that the show's made on you. And it's just wonderful for that. But I'd like more of that because it's so much fun. So this is how I can actually accomplish this. And I'm, I'm very excited about it. So stay tuned. 
And if you have any suggestions on where we could have this, it'll be in a restaurant. We'll have to have our own little room so we're not being interrupted. So we'll have to have a restaurant that has a room that will seat about 20 people. And it's going to be just, it's going to be like a warm dinner, not, you know, not crazy professional, just dinner. And it could be uh, women in business. It could be biblical principles. It could be uh, parenting. I, you know, whatever. We could do whatever we want here. It's kind of an open, open uh, thing here. So I'm excited about it. Open venue. So um, contact me, would you? And if you have anything that you'd like to add to it, or if you'd like to be one of the people on the and the 20 list, uh, it's going to be first come, first serve, and I'm uh, probably going to pay by PayPal. I don't even know what to charge. I have no idea right now. I'm just excited about it, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So stay tuned, you know, and get in contact with me. I was uh, driving here. Actually, I had somebody driving me because my car was in the shop, and I picked up a 99.5 FM KKLA magazine, the intersection of faith and reason, and um, I'm in this. And this was issue 15. And I'm actually the centerfold, which I think is kind of funny. I'm, I'm right in the centerfold. And it has the Sue Free show right here. And then uh, joining it on the other side, it has the E. Cola, um advertisement. has a little baby crawling on the floor with a roach. And it's just kind of, woof, don't like that so much. So anyway, I want to read this because this is so perfect about what this show is about. And I think it's wonderful. And so here we go. The writer of Hebrews tells us that faith is assurance of things hoped for, the certainty of things unseen. We all hope for things we do not see, whether it's a better job, marriage, healing of an illness or injury, or countless other aspirations. Where does our assurance come from? In red, the answer is Jesus Christ. Does this assurance imply health, perfect monetary success, or marriage? No. Our assurance is that Christ rose from the dead and we do not need to suffer for our wrongs in separation from God. That God causes all things to work for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. That he promises to take care of our needs if we seek his righteousness and his kingdom and not our righteousness or our prideful pursuits. This hope gives us confidence, which develops faith, which gives us endurance and perseverance, knowing that any trial we may be going through cannot be compared to the glory we will have with him when he calls us home. He wants to showcase us as his personal ambassadors, to show the world who he is. And this is seen most in our hope, joy, confidence, and assurance of our hope in and through these types of trials. We will receive the crown of life if we finish strong in this race. Our minds and attitudes drive our behavior. Going from I'm broken to I'm healing every day is a matter of perspective through God's eyes. God has complete control of our lives and the time frame of events. These are just a few things I am pursuing to not only know but to live in the reality of. And then it's asking you to join this show, which are already here. But I just thought this was so good because it is so right on. With every message, this is really right on. And I'm, I'm happy about that. It hasn't really changed too much in all the years. Um, I think the presentation, I think that, um, I think my presentation has changed. I'm hoping that I've, I, I, I'm improving uh, as I go along. And at first I was doing uh, a lot. 
and I think I've changed that. I'm not doing uh, a lot. I think I do write too much is what's been said to me. So I'm working on that. And I, I think I said it twice today. I'm going to have to go back and listen, but I think it was twice. So what that's saying is that I'm trying to improve my presentation to be of quality, not for me, but for God. Because aren't we supposed to give God our best? And anything we put our hand to, our foot to, it's for him and his glory. It's not for us and our prideful our prideful being. It is for him. So when you're asking yourself, am I giving my best in my relationships to my spouse, to my children, to God, do we have room for improvement? How are we dealing with challenges? And where is God in our challenges? Where is he? Are we being patient and letting him work out the details? Be a blessing each and every day, would you? And stay tuned to the dinner with Susie. I'm looking forward to that. God bless you. Bye-bye. This has been the Sue Free Show, sponsored by E. coli termite and pest control services. It's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home, your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. Ecola has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. Ecola keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call Ecola today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS.